your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are right around the corner, and finding the perfect holiday gift can be tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter code NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. And as always, I would like to thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. And go follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at JaredEllis underscore 96. And rate the show five stars on whatever platform you are listening to today's episode on. And in today's episode, we'll be recapping last night's game against the Detroit Red Wings, as well as diving into some news around the Carolina Hurricanes and regarding a former Carolina Hurricanes head coach. So diving into the game from last night, this was... A game that I don't think a lot of folks are really confident on for the Hurricanes because this was a game that the Hurricanes were going into with only 16 skaters and two goaltenders. We were skating with 10 forwards and six defensemen. And due to so many folks being on the COVID protocol list, you have Sebastian Ajo, Seth Jarvis, Andre Sveshnikov, Jordan Stahl, Ian Cole, and oh, who are we missing? Stephen Lawrence. And we also have a the massage guy for the Hurricanes was also placed on the protocol list. So this is one that the Hurricanes, they were really down in this game. And I think the Hurricanes, they needed everyone to really just step it up, bring their A game, and because they were down so many guys and you're down your two best players and your captain as well. So literally everyone has to step it up like five notches in order to get this game and win it. So I think the Hurricanes, they knew that going in and they do have that next man up mentality because they've had it quite often this season and they had to play that really complete or as complete as it could be I guess team game last night and that's exactly what we saw in this game from the Hurricanes in the first period you have five goes goals alone between the Hurricanes and the Red Wings you had Nino Niederreiter open up the scoring just a little over two minutes into the game then a little bit later you had Sam Gagne end up tying it up for the Red Wings Tony D'Angelo in his first game back since the 28th of November. He's been out for a very long time. He ends up scoring his fifth of the season to give the Hurricanes a lead. And one thing I said in the preview for this game was that while Tony is definitely no 
Dougie Hamilton when it comes to offensive capabilities from a defenseman. He he's not Dougie. I think we all we all know that, and we all you know don't feel you know he was. He, we feel he was definitely a step down from Dougie in terms of being you know a hockey player, and then obviously as a person as well, and several steps down in that regard. But I said that he, he needed to bring his offense to this game because. That is why the Hurricanes brought him in because they needed to replace Dougie's offensive capability on the blue line and Tony, they felt, would be an adequate replacement for that and he needed to contribute in this game because of how depleted the Hurricanes were and he did, which is good. And then Dylan Larkin, he ended up tying it up towards the end of the first period not at the very end because we got an even better one for that but that was one where I think the Hurricanes definitely kind of want that one back really because that that goal was a little a little rough and but uh to rebound from that I think the Hurricanes did it amazingly because Jack Drury ended up getting his first NHL goal in his first NHL game. And that was absolutely amazing. He ended up being the first star of the game, which was great. And the crowd was obviously super behind him. And he said that the best part of it was just the way the crowd was cheering him during his first star interview with Abby Labar. So that that's great. And I absolutely love that for him, and he was one that really stood out to me in the preseason, and I think for him to you know, get his opportunity this season, I, I said after the preseason, I felt he would be someone we probably see again later on, and he'd get an opportunity when someone went down, whether it be injury, COVID, whatever. I felt he would be one that we would see this season, and Again, in his first NHL game, he ended up scoring, and I think that's absolutely amazing for him. And I love to see that. And Andrew Podorowski, the he ended up factoring in on Nino's first goal of the game. So it's nice to see that these guys that we had to call up for this game and for the next few games, really, that they're not just out there playing. They're not just out there on the ice. They're actually contributing to this team, and they're helping this team win. And that is, that's what you want from your depth guys whenever you're calling guys up from the AHL. You want them to actually be able to go out there and contribute. I know sometimes you don't always get that. Sometimes they end up just being a body there on the roster just to fill a hole but the Hurricanes they've really invested in the depth of their organization and that now we can have guys come up to the NHL and contribute like this where in years past hey you got a a couple guys that can but as a whole you you don't really you we haven't had that you haven't had, you know, you call up three guys at once 
and they get here just a few hours before the game, and then they go out, factor in on the opening goal, and then one guy gets his first NHL goal in his first NHL game. You, We haven't had that in years past, so it's lovely that we're getting that now. And moving on into the second period, the, the second period was definitely one of the Red Wings, where this the first period was kind of the Hurricanes. The second period was the Red Wings, and this is where I really started to notice some issues. And we'll be diving into those issues more right after this quick break. The holidays are right around the corner, and finding the perfect gift can be tricky. Omaha Sticks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter code NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignon, chicken breast, sides, desserts, and so much more. And when you use code NHL, you'll also get an additional 8 Omaha Steak Burgers for free with your order. And we've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays going on right now, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get 8 free burgers when entering code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. OmahaSteaks.com keyword NHL. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Grab a Built Bar filled with so much holiday goodness and covered in rich, decadent chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. And of course, high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. And with so many flavors to choose from with Built Bar, you may even have a hard time choosing which one you're going to get. Will you have a raspberry or a mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? Now, you guys know me. You know I am going with the absolute goat, in my opinion, the peanut butter brownie. And this holiday, we all know that there's all those marshmallowy type treats around. So to have a healthier option for those marshmallowy treats, you can get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. And with different flavors covered in chocolate, they're so good that you won't believe that they're filled with so much protein. So right now, you can go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now, the second period is definitely one that I feel the Red Wings ended up winning because in this period, you know, the first period was one that, you know, oh, the offense was just going off. We had Drury get his first NHL goal and all that stuff. That's all great. Second period is definitely where things kind of slowed down. You only had one goal in the second period, and that was Tyler Bertuzzi's. And this was one that honestly took a little bit to get called. It it happened, and it looked like Freddie knocked it out, and then the guys just kept playing and then end up whistle getting blown went under review end up getting called a goal 
So this is one that a period just as a whole, I think the Hurricanes definitely didn't win this one. There were definitely like some puck management management issues for the Hurricanes throughout the game, but the second period is really where it became evident for me. And I think that can definitely be attributed to just the roster, the depleted roster we were playing with. So I do think that can definitely be chalked up to some of the issues that we had in this game, but that's definitely no excuse. And we have to really get that stuff under control moving forward because Detroit is one thing. They, they're a team that's you know, been struggling some and for the past few years. And then tomorrow we have LA. Sunday is Nashville. And then Tuesday is Boston in Boston as well. So the Hurricanes, they need to get some of these little tiny issues under control. And puck management is definitely going to be one of them because you don't have the guys that you normally have to rely on. Yes, your defense is back for the most part. Yes, uh, even Cole is obviously out and Brendan Smith is taking his spot right now. But as a whole, your defense is back. You have Brady Shea back. Oh, he was never left. You had Brett Pesci back and then you have Tony D'Angelo back as well. So your, your defense is better than it was when those guys were out. I do hope we do get to see Jalen Chatfield again because he was an absolute joy to watch. And I hope he gets better soon as well because he's another guy that's just out hurt right now. But you don't have the offensive guys that you normally would have. And guys like Jordan Stahl and Andrei Sveshnikov, who are really good power forwards and can play really good defense, you're not going to have those guys right now. So those little tiny mistakes that you make against Detroit, Boston, they, they ain't going to let you get away with that, and especially when you're playing in Boston. And just teams as a whole aren't going to let you get away with stuff like that. And one thing that I do think that the Hurricanes do need to do moving forward, and that's been an issue throughout the season with them not taking advantage of offensive opportunities that have been presented to them. They really need to take advantage of those opportunities. And I think that was, again, something that could be chalked up to the depleted roster that we are playing with last night. But definitely going forward, like we, these guys, they got to stop doing these extra passes and create that net front presence that they've had issues with doing this season and create those opportunities as well. And they have got to get this stuff done. You, They played well. The guys stepped up in this game, which is really, really good. And that was something that they really needed to be done. Because I think definitely towards the tail end of the second period, things were looking a little bit better and seemed to be getting back on track. And then we obviously head into the third period. And that's where the Hurricanes ended up coming back. They ended up taking the lead again very early into the third period. Only 18 seconds into the third period is when Nino ended up scoring what would be the game-winning goal. And you look at his goals in this game. You had his first goal being at a little over two minutes in and his second 
being 18 seconds into the third, I think that he, this was one where like he knew the goaltender he was going up against. He was going up against Ned and he knew, all right, if we're going to score on Ned, you've got to get to him early because that's when those leaky goals are going to get by him. And that's what the Hurricanes did to win. And, you know, it obviously sucks, you know, to see my favorite goaltender get scored on like that by my favorite team, of course. But, you know, it's definitely one like he's on the opposing side now. And if you're going to score on him, you got to do it early because once he gets in a groove, he's a damn dangerous goaltender. There was a reason he was a Calder finalist last year. There was a reason his he had... He, he was carrying the team some, and he's been doing that with Detroit this year as well. He's really been a rock for them just the way he was with us. So good on Nino for taking advantage of those opportunities because you look back to the Anaheim game um, where Freddie was able to stop that. Uh, I forget who Getzlaff ended up passing it to at the last second, but Freddie played with him for multiple seasons, so he knew all right, this is what's going to happen. He's going to pass it here at this second, so I need to make the save then. And it was just like Nino tonight. He knew what, or last night, I should say, he knew what he had to do to get past Ned, and he took advantage of that. And then the Hurricanes, they just really played a really good game all around throughout the third period. And that, again, guys just stepping up. Trocek ended up getting an empty netter at the end of the third so with actually only five seconds remaining uh, I do wish Nino ended up getting the empty net he ended up shooting one but it went just wide been nice to see him get a hat trick but I think it was great to see Nino step up the way he did because he this contract year for him and he he's definitely starting to bounce back and be the Nino that we wanted him to be whenever he came here and whenever we traded for him and he had that down year in 1920 and then last season 2020-21 season yeah he did bounce back and it seems he's continuing that trend to bounce back and you absolutely love to see it because we needed a guy like him to step it up because Again, we're down Aho, Fetch, Stahl. We're, we're down some of our top guys. So we needed the ones that are left to do that. And that is what we get. Again, Nino's first goal, Foss factored into that goal as well. And then you look at Foss also factoring in on the D'Angelo goal. Kokniemi factored in on that goal as well. Kokniemi also got another assist on the Dury goal. And Natchez got an assist on the Nino, the second Nino goal, and the Trocek empty netter goal. You you had multiple guys having multiple point nights, and that is exactly what we needed. And we need that to continue while we're down so many guys. And obviously, you need to keep that effort going as time goes along throughout the season. We need that continued effort of like, all right. You got to play every game like it's your last game. But, you know, it's great that the Hurricanes were able to step it up and get out a really gutsy win. You're down 
eight guys. You eight guys are scratched between COVID and injury with Aho, Svetch, Stahl, Cole, Lawrence, Jarvis, Marty, Chatfield, and then you have your coach as well. And that just crazy to think about how we're still able to get the win tonight. And that was absolutely great for the Hurricanes. And I can't wait to see what this team is able to do on Saturday against LA. But in the meantime, there is some news going around with the Hurricanes and the NHL as a whole right now. And we'll talk about that stuff right after this quick break. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is use promo code LOCKED ON to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, football, hockey, boxing, UFC, and even right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. Listen to the Locked On Now podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NHL YouTube channel. Now, diving back into the Carolina Hurricanes news cycle, I guess you'd call it, because we now have two more people getting added to the COVID protocol list. That is goaltending coach Paul Sheffelder and just a member of the support staff. That second person has not been named. So we now have six players and two coaches and, well, one coach and then the massage guy. I don't remember his name. And then, again, just another member of the support staff. So we're really down a lot of folks. So I think... Heading into L.A., the guys are really just going to have to, again, just continue to bring their A game because you're just losing more and more of your staff. Thankfully, it's not another player or anything like that. But again, you don't want to see any members of your support staff or any member or any coach go down with COVID as well, because those guys are extremely valuable to the team as well. You look at Freddie and Auntie Ranta, uh, good seasons that they're having so far. Yes, they're very talented. But he also got to have your goaltending coach as well to help coach those guys. And now you're not going to have him, and then you don't have the member of the sports staff, and there's no telling what that person is doing as well and what impact that's going to have on the team as well. Because sometimes you don't realize how impactful these people are until they aren't there so best wishes to those guys and hopefully they can get off of the protocol list soon as well now this is not hurricanes news but it is involving a former carolina hurricanes 
head coach, Paul Maurice. He was one that coached the Hurricanes for quite some time. He's the winningest coach in franchise history as well. But Paul Maurice has put in his resignation. He has resigned from his head coach position with the Winnipeg Jets. And this is absolutely crazy, honestly. I did not expect this to be something that we'd be seeing today. But it's very crazy. The Winnipeg Jets have definitely had uh, up and down season. They have moments where they look really good. And then they have moments where they look like crap. So it'll be interesting to see how things go forward with our former head coach. And I kind of wonder like what's going on there with Obviously, I'm not necessarily surprised he resigned with as rough as things have been for the Jets this year, but it was just something that was so out of the blue, at least for me as someone who covers the Hurricanes and doesn't really keep up with the Jets that much. So it definitely seems out of the blue, definitely not something that I had on my bingo card for the day, but it'd be interesting what he does because I think what we obviously haven't seen the last of Coach Maurice in the NHL as a head coach. I do think we'll see him in a head coaching role again sooner rather than later. Um, I think that with the way the NHL is, they kind of tend to reuse and recycle the same coaches and GMs and front office folks. I think we'll definitely see him soon. With another team, I think maybe he'll sit out like the rest of the season. I don't see him taking a head coaching job in the middle of the season or anything like that. I definitely don't see that happening unless someone was just down that bad. Um, I think maybe depending on how the Florida Panthers season goes, he may take Quinville's position there. I'm not sure. I don't think they named an official head coach, but that can obviously be something. You just listen to the Locked on Panthers podcast, Florida Panthers. I should specify there, not the Carolina Panthers. But you can obviously listen there to see if Armando has any speculation there. Listen to Locked on Winnipeg Jets for Harrison's thoughts on what's going on with the Winnipeg Jets head coaching role. But for now, all we can do as Hurricanes fans is just revel in our win that we got last night against Detroit. And look ahead to tomorrow against L.A. I think it's going to be really interesting. We're able to get another guy up here for the Hurricanes. And that way we can go out there with not 16 skaters. I believe it'll be interesting what the Hurricanes do tomorrow. And that'll obviously just be something we talk about whenever the time arises with that, because honestly, I don't know what the heck the Hurricanes are going to do moving forward because they are pressed up against the cap so hard and it makes things a lot more difficult. You can't just call down, oh, we're taking all these folks, can't can't do that. So it'll be interesting to see what the Hurricanes do against LA tomorrow, Nashville on Sunday, and how they're able to overcome 
all of this. But we'll, of course, talk about that in the next episode of Locked on Hurricanes. So thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. Now go make Locked on Bets your second listen of the day. Your one-stop shop for all of your sports gambling needs. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all streaming platforms. So it'll be on whatever platform you're listening to this show on. And also make sure you go give Locked on Hurricanes a five-star rating on whatever platform you're using. And follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.